live from Beer Sports Whatever Podcast headquarters. My name is Michael the Hebrew Hammer Brown, and this is episode number 99. We are only one show away from the big number 100. Uh, thank y'all very much for joining me. I hope everybody is having an absolutely fantastic week. Um, we got a very fun show planned for you tonight. We're going to go for about 30 minutes. Uh, I implore everybody who is watching the show to comment along. Uh, I'm just by myself tonight. Uh, the first thing I want to say is everybody, please make sure to plan for Friday night to be a part of <laughs> Beer Sports Whatever number 100 Friday night. Uh, I got an incredible response today. People buying raffle tickets. We've got the AirPods Pro. Austin, we have not uh, drawn yet. Mom, hi. I just saw you. I love you. Um, but Friday night, AirPods Pros, we're giving away. We're giving away autographed pictures of me. We're giving away autographed pictures of Lewis Brown. We've got hats. We've got jerseys. We've got stickers. We've got koozies. We're going to have special guests. It's going to be one heck of a time. Friday night, 7 o'clock Central Time. Please make plans to be a part of the show. Uh, the first thing we are going to do is the beer of the week inside of my University of Houston cup that my face is right in this. I'm trying to draw it. That general area. Uh, Shiner Light Blonde. Ah, delicious. All right. We got tons of news. Got tons of notes for you. Austin, ton of Astros news. So let's get right into it. Uh, first off. Today, Chandler Rome of the Houston Chronicle went on Sports Talk 790, gave a lot of Astros tidbits. There's a lot of Major League Baseball news going on as we speak. Uh, as of right now, Major League Baseball is coming back this month. Uh, the NBA is coming back this month. We have golf in full swing. I know no one cares. NASCAR, no one really cares. But baseball and basketball are coming back. And it's, it's gotten me thinking about the current situation of the Astros. Anybody who's been watching the show through the first 98 shows uh, knows a couple things about me. Number one, I'm incredibly handsome. All right, <laughs> that's just fact. Um, number two is that I was a little bit worried about the Houston Astros and their longevity with their starting pitching throughout a season. Like you had Justin Verlander, you had Zach Greinke, both a year older. Um, but now, uh, Tyson, no, I did not. I will sign up for softball soon. Um, but I was a little bit worried about their starting pitching because you had Granky, you had Verlander, you had McCullers coming off Tommy John. But then I started thinking that with a 60-game season, how much better is this Astros team going to be knowing that they don't have 162 games to play? Brian Cashman, the general manager of the Houston or the, the New York Yankees, was talking about Giancarlo Stanton and uh, Aaron Judge may not be ready for the start of the season later this month. The Astros seem to be, according to Chandler Rome, and I'm, I'm knocking on wood right now, but there's a, a whole lot of talk. The Astros are in good spirits. They seem to be healthy. Uh, George Springer uh, is going into a contract year, and that's going to be a different story for a different day, probably for Friday, of is George Springer going to be a Houston Astro beyond this season? It remains to be seen. George Springer is going to cost a lot of money. Austin says, have faith in, in Urquidy. I like Urquidy a lot. Uh, this lineup is set to be one of the best lineups, if not the best lineup in baseball, where 
You've got uh, uh, Maldonado, I think, at catcher. I'm fairly certain it's Martin Maldonado. If not, uh, Austin, correct me. But you have Alex Bregman. You have Carlos, Car the legend Carlos Correa. You have Jose Altuve. You have uh, Yuli Gurriel. You have Michael Brantley still. You have George Springer. You have Josh Reddick. You have Jordan Alvarez at, at DH. I mean, in, a, in this type of environment, you know, with nobody in the stands, I'm almost going to go with the team that uh, has the best lineup. Tyson says that's probably good for them. Less strikeouts. Yankees should be happy. I mean, that's a good point, but still not having the gap tooth wonder that is Aaron Judge in your lineup, not having him, they're going to miss him. Giancarlo Stanton sucks. He's sucked ever since he's left Miami. So I'm not really sure him outside of the lineup really makes a huge difference. Um, in more important news, breaking news today, the betters in New Jersey will have a little bit more to relish when it comes to the Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest this year. The New Jersey Division of Gaming Enforcement on Wednesday told ESPN it is approved betting on the annual eating contest. The first time ever licensed sportsbook in any state have been authorized to offer wagering on the contest. Okay, so let me ask everybody out there, now that a lot of our fans have joined the show, and I'm definitely doing this. I don't know who else wants to join me, but for, there's no doubt I'm placing a bet on the hot dog eating contest. Like, that's how much I miss sports. I can't even – we've still been able to do shows throughout this entire pandemic, which I think is just awesome because of the amazing people that watch the show every week. But what is better than – first of all, there's nothing more American than fireworks. Behind that is the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. I'm placing – I'm probably going to bet on that Joey whatever guy, but how much more interesting would it be watching the Hot Dog Eating Contest if you're able to bet on it? I mean, I'll bet just about on anything. Not a huge amount of money. I'm not a big better because I'm not that good at it. But I enjoy a good wager. And anybody who is watching this show right now, if you would like to join me in a bet on the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest on Saturday, please feel free to join me because I will be doing so. Um, there's an interesting story that came out in an interview this week with Johnny Manziel. Yeah, everybody remembers Johnny Manziel, right? He was that guy that went to the university that loves to throw the thumbs up for some unknown reason at people. No, Austin, I'm, I'm just kidding. And Tyson, it was just a joke. Obviously, Texas A&M uh, legend um, came out with an interview this week basically saying, in the past probably is the way I'd characterize it, talking about his football career. I finally got to a point where I'm trying to achieve happiness in life, not happiness on the football field. This is the guy, and Tyson, we're going to get to what you just said in a minute. Um, Johnny Manziel was a guy that was so much fun to watch in college, but I think that's all he was. I think he was a, a college legend that should have never gone to the NFL. He didn't have the mental capacity to make it in the NFL. So I'm happy to see that Johnny Manziel is trying to achieve you know, his own happiness. Um, and based on what Austin has said, we'll move on fairly quickly from Johnny Manziel. Uh, but I'm happy for him that he's trying to do it, but okay. But Tyson, that is a very good idea. A beer sports would ever sponsor a hot dog eating contest. I want to know how many people out there would actually participate because none of you would beat me in a hot dog eating contest. I guarantee victory, right? Nobody who's listening right now, I don't think, grew up in a Jewish household. You have to realize that we are made to eat a large amount of food in a very singular sitting. So I guarantee you, I will do the beer sports whatever hot dog eating contest 
but you're not going to beat me, so I don't know why we would uh, want to do it. One last thing on Johnny Menzel. I know a lot of people probably want me to come back and play and give it another chance. No, we don't, Johnny. In case Johnny Football is watching this show, we don't want you to come back to play football because we really don't care. Um, but I don't know. As far as being a person and figuring out life as a young adult, I think he's like 26 now. I mean, you're not really a young adult. You're a grown man. Uh, if, if I've ever been in a better place than I'm at right now, I can honestly say I'm happy and I'm doing the right things to try and put a smile on my face every day. And that means more to me than going out and grinding on a football field. Yeah, it means more to not do it on a football field because you were way too immature to do it on a football field. And a franchise took you in the first round in the Cleveland Browns. Which, by the way, the Cleveland Browns are the absolute perfect team to draft Johnny Menzel because they're garbage just like he was on the football field. Um, let's talk about this real quick. Because I've seen a lot of people talking about should the NBA come back, should Major League Baseball come back, all of these different notions. Somebody came out and said operating the three-month completion of the NBA season in Orlando at the bubble will cost the NBA more than $150 million, sources told ESPN. The league is housing 22 teams plus support staff at three resorts, has arranged for seven practice courts, and is playing games at three arenas during the quarantine. It is also providing meals, daily coronavirus testing and other medical support, security, transportation, and entertainment for more than 1,500 people during the height of the event. Okay, here's the thing, NBA, in case anybody from the NBA is actually listening to the show. That's your job. Your job is to plan this out. If you want to come back, which you are, then you have to eat the cost. I'm so sick and tired of these professional sports leagues, right? And I heard somebody talking on the radio today. I believe it was Sports Radio 610. I think his name was John Lopez, big A&M guy, was saying that fans should be mad about play, if, you know, being mad at players, being mad at coaches if they don't go to these bubbles and play for the team. Well, here's my question to you. If a player decides not to go to the bubble, then shouldn't the team have the right to terminate their contract? I'm not saying I would because the NBA has already come out and said that players, you know, you, you don't really have to go if you don't want to. Teams can let you stay home. Look, you're an employee of the team, okay? My opinion on the matter is your team is playing. You have a duty to that team to play. And people will say, no, you have to stay at home with your families. I get that. I 100% understand that. But these guys make millions and millions of dollars. You can put your family in the best safe situation while you go and play for your team. If your team is playing in a league where they are playing games, in my opinion, I think you need to be playing those games with your team. So with people talking about, you know, should players play? Should we come back? Should we not do it? Uh, Austin, no, I don't fall. I don't even know what TX Ags is. Tex Ags? No, I don't. I don't even know what that is. Um, so I'm just... I. I want my players to play. News came out today of the Rockets. Uh, Tabo Cephalosha, which, by the way, you should check out Harden My Take, episode number 30, tomorrow morning, where Jeremy Brenner and I break down the acquisition of Luke, Richard, and Bamute. Uh, Tabo Cephalosha said, I'm not playing. So the Rockets went on and say, all right, we're going to go find somebody and, and go. Brian says, why waste their time if they know they're not going to win? Because they have a duty to their franchise and to their fan base to go play. If you're going... 
If your team is going to play, you need to play, is how I feel. Unless this situation has directly impacted your family, right? DeAndre uh, or Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard lost in one of the mothers of his kids to the virus, right? Okay, and, and that's incredibly sad. And if he wants to be with his family, he wants to be with his family. But his team needs him, right? His team needs him to play. And if he doesn't want to play, that's 100% his call. I'm just saying that, you know, somebody like Carl Anthony Towns with Minnesota. Minnesota is not going to the bubble, I don't believe. He lost his mom to the virus. So if he doesn't want to play, I get that. I understand that. Even if your team doesn't have a shot at winning, look, go look at Major League Baseball, Brian. There was uh, the Rangers last year started off hot through 60 games. If the season was only 60 games long, the Rangers would have been in the playoffs last year. But the, the season was 162 games, and they didn't make the playoffs. The Dodgers last year didn't get hot until the second part of the season. So that's why I'm saying, especially in baseball, with it only being 60 games, there's not one team in Major League Baseball that's out of it at this point. Mitchell says, hopefully fans can be at baseball games, sit everywhere, every other row, and skip seats. I don't know if that's possible. I think all of these teams and all of these leagues trying to figure out a way to get fans into the stands, we're just going down the road of there simply just isn't going to be that many fans in the stands if there's going to be fans in the stands at all. Um, I mean, maybe 5,000 to 10,000 fans, but I just don't see it. I mean, if you literally sit them in different parts, you know, at Minute Maid Park, if you have fans in, you know, a couple, you know, a thousand fans in the Crawford boxes and then you put fans in the outfields, I mean, I guess, uh, look, basketball, okay, so if we're going to specifically talk about basketball, Brian, right, totally understand. I get it, and that's why play, more players are sitting out. I'm talking more about the, the superstars of the league, and all of these guys are playing. LeBron James is playing. Chris Paul is playing. Russell Westbrook is playing. I love you too, David. Uh, Russell Westbrook is playing. James Harden is playing. Giannis is going to play, and I want to talk about what Giannis had to say today. Uh, I'm rhyming a lot of words here. Um, we're going to talk about what Giannis had to say in a little bit. I'm talking more about superstars. And for the most part, the superstars of the NBA are going to play, and it's beautiful to see. So they came out today with a um, the ideal matchup for the Houston Rockets in the first round of the playoffs. That team, according to Bleacher Report, is the Oklahoma City Thunder. While Houston has more star power at the top of its roster, a Thunder win shouldn't be out of the question. That team is deep, disciplined, and run by one of the best point guards in NBA history. This is going to be the toughest championship you could ever win, Giannis said today. I'm totally in agreement with Bleacher Report on, if in the first round, if I'm the Rockets, I want to avoid the Oklahoma City Thunder at all costs. That is a team that I unequivocally do not want to see in the first round if I am the Houston Rockets. If anybody's watching this show right now, this is episode number 99 of Beer Sports Whatever. Episode number 100 is going to be this Friday night, 7 o'clock Central Time via my Facebook Live. Make sure to make plans to be here for that. It is going to be an absolute party. If anybody has any topics they would like to get addressed in the next 10 minutes or so, I would be happy to answer any questions that you may have or cover any topic that you would like to be covered. Um, so Giannis today, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the reigning NBA MVP, had to say this about the season coming back today. David, you can be on episode number 100, uh, or should I say 100. Uh, he said, I feel a lot of people say there's going to be a star next to this championship. 
I feel like at the end of the day, this is going to be the toughest championship you could ever win because the circumstances are really, really tough right now. I'm glad he added the second really because if it was only one really, David, we're not talking about that. Um, so whoever wants it more is going to be able to go out there and take it. I completely agree with Giannis here, right? This championship is going to be the most hard-fought championship um, the most hard-fought championship in the NBA in the history of the sport. Because basically these guys go through 60 games of an NBA season. And don't get me wrong, I have the body of a Greek god, right? But the body, the, the toll it takes on these guys to go through 70 NBA, or 60-some-odd NBA games, take three months off, now you have to come back, you have to play eight games, and then you have to go through a standard playoffs. Anybody that goes through this is going to have earned it. So I completely agree with what Giannis said. Austin says, VR tickets have been a discussion for years. Wouldn't be surprised if it debuts this month. Virtual reality tickets to games. I'm not paying for that. I'm going to tell you this right now. If Astros call me, I'm a very valued member. I went to four games last year. If they call me and say, do you want to buy a virtual reality ticket to a game? I'm going to say, no, I'm just going to watch it on TV. I think virtual reality tickets and the TV, no, just it's a, it's a very hard pass there, my guy. Uh, MVP odds came out for the NBA today as well. Giannis Antetokounmpo has a 50.7% chance at winning MVP. Uh, LeBron James has a 17.3% chance of winning MVP. James Harden has a 10.5% chance. Anthony Davis, 9.8%. Luka Doncic, 4.0%, also known as 4%. Look, at the end of the day, I don't care who wins the MVP as the Rockets. As long as the Rockets are uh, hoisting the championship at the end of the year, I genuinely could care less about who in the world wins MVP. James Harden was named today as the fifth most intriguing player when it comes to Orlando. He told the Athletics' Kelly Iko, I've been doing a lot of cardio. I've got treadmills in my house as weights and all that good stuff. It really hasn't affected me like it's affected a lot of other players. Look, I'm shocked Ryan Davis is not here right now. I'm sure he's got a lot of more important things to do. So I can honestly talk about James Harden. Do I think the Rockets are going to win the championship this year in Orlando? If I had to bet a million dollars on it, I would say no. But I will tell you this. The Rockets are going to be one of the tougher outs for more than likely either the Clippers or the Lakers in the Western Conference. I don't think the, the Lakers are better than the Rockets in a seven-game series. I think the Rockets would beat them in six games. I think they would probably lose to the Los Angeles Clippers in a seven-game series in either six or seven games. But this is a time that uh, – this is a time for James Harden and Russell Westbrook and, and the rest of the Rockets to really show up in Orlando and prove that they have what it takes to be a championship-caliber team. The last few years, the Golden State Warriors have been in their way. We've talked about that at length on multiple shows, multiple platforms. But this is a time for the Rockets to prove that they are in the upper echelon of the teams in the Western Conference. Mitchell Croft says, Clippers scare me more than the Lakers. 100%. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Um, I want everybody's opinion on... Um, what do you put on your hamburger? I built the world's greatest hamburger last week, and I want to know what everybody else puts on their burger. On mine, 
brioche bun, half pound burger, pesto sauce, bacon, horseradish, and pickles. So for everybody who is a fan of a hamburger, tell me what you like to put on it. And either you make it yourself or where you go and you go get it. Um, so baseball is coming back. Basketball is coming back. It is 922 and OU still sucks and so do the Yankees. Um, and that's it. Look, this is a this is going to be a quick show. We just did a show on Sunday night, so we're actually going to wrap the sh this show up here rather quickly because I want to leave everybody in intrigue for the show this Friday. Once again, I implore everybody to buy raffle tickets if you have not already done so. AirPod Pros being given away, stickers, koozies, special guests. I may give a TV away. I may have an ACL poster that I want to give away. Uh, beer signs, sports posters, hats, jerseys. We're giving it all away Friday night in what promises to be one of the best parties of the year for Beer Sports Whatever episode number 100. I cannot thank everybody enough for hanging out with me tonight, doing this show, watching every show up until now. Every guest that has been on the show, uh, everybody's listening, shared, loved the show. I truly cannot thank y'all enough from the bottom of my heart. Pops is going to be on the show on Sunday or on Friday. Austin, we haven't drawn yet, so stop asking me that stupid question. Uh, Austin puts bacon and cheese. The rest, I'm impartial. If it's on it, I'll eat it. That's ridiculous, right? If on a burger is lettuce and tomato. No, you know where lettuce belongs? In a salad, right? I love salad. I love a good chicken Caesar salad. Lettuce does not belong on a hamburger, period. End of story. Tomatoes, absolutely disgusting. Is there anybody else out there that loves ketchup and hates tomatoes? I hate the taste of a tomato, right? Onions do not belong on a burger. You know what onions belong on? On a Philly cheesesteak. By the way, best Philly cheesesteak, uh, uh, Jersey Mike's. So with all of those things being said, Tyson, Austin, the Natwin, stop asking me stupid questions. Brian, bacon burgers, tell me what is on your burger. I hope to see y'all very soon. Love you and Adrian. Love everybody out there. Thank y'all for joining us. Episode number 99 of the Beer Sports Whatever. And from now until Friday, take care of yourself and each other. Happy hump day, everybody.